This is episode 76 of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast, and I'm your host, John S. Today I'll be speaking with Michael R. from the Bleeding Beacons Group in Brooklyn, New York. Michael and I will be discussing the lawsuit that AA World Services filed in May of this year to obtain possession of the original manuscript of the AA Big Book. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing very well, and yourself? I am doing great. This is a very interesting topic that a lot of people might not know about. I wonder, would you like to give a little bit of background about this manuscript, the original manuscript of the big book, and how it's changed hands and how we got into this position where AA is actually going to file a lawsuit to um, hopefully obtain possession of it? Uh, Yes, I will uh, try to do my best based on what I have. and. um, uh, b- before I start, first I want to say it's really an honor to be asked to uh, join you on this podcast. And I went back and uh, listened to a few of the previous ones you've done. I wasn't really uh, familiar with the uh, Beyond Belief podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I-, I don't do much podcasting. I-, I seem to download them and then end up deleting them or never listening <laughs> to them. But but I, I was really really uh, fascinated by the various topics you covered. So I just want to give a, a you know a-, a thank you and a shout out and a plug uh-huh. to anybody who might might be listening to go back and check out some of the previous topics. Really excellent job. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Um, so with that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in AA just over three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I recently, um, about two years ago, actually got, um, asked to serve as a GSR for the bleeding deacons in North Brooklyn. And, uh, that's when I got, kind of got thrust into service. And then Ah. these, these things started coming my way. So, uh, to fast forward to when this issue, you know, first appeared on my radar even at all. Um, I don't know that I didn't know the background of the original manuscript prior to really the notice um, through mainstream media that this manuscript was about to go off at um, up to auction here in Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, in New York, and was on display at um, a gallery uh, somewhere in uh, Midtown, I believe. And um, so people were organizing little AA field trips to go over and look at this, you know, prized possession. And uh, and at at about the exact same time, I want to say late May, early June, it appears that uh, AA filed a lawsuit to mm-hmm. prevent the uh, mm-hmm. manuscript from going to this auction um, because they uh, their statement, which I learned later, uh, more recently I learned this, that because it was in New York, they had a chance to like seize this opportunity. Oh. Uh, it was physically in New York. That's, Interesting. That's, they've, they've made that clear. That's been discussed outside of any oh. legal documents publicly. So okay. that was their, their little move there. Um, and then, um, you know, what it appears now is, uh, one, you know, I've, I was going over some emails and some notes that I had from some of the meetings here at the general service and at the district level. And uh, various people who from the area um, have spoken about this. And and we, you know, I like to tell people that we sort of have a not an inside track, but I have direct access to some of the people who serve on the board, mm-hmm. um, our area delegate and the mm-hmm. trustees. And obviously the GSO is here in New York City. Mm-hmm. And so um, sometimes information comes to us maybe with one less filter in the way. So <laughs> maybe not. Maybe it's just that I pay attention or mm-hmm. who knows how that works. So some at some point, um, Barry L. Um, was in possession of this. Uh, right. It was gifted to him from uh, Lois Wilson. Right. That much is clear. Right. And apparently there was a letter written by Barry yes. L that he 
was going to donate this manuscript to the archives. Yes. Um, and then somewhere along the way, it left his hands, mm-hmm. uh, ended up, uh, I believe, auctioned previously twice or sold. It changed mm-hmm. hands twice privately. And that's where some people don't either. I'm not sure if they're not telling us how that happened mm-hmm. or if, if they don't know. The the situation um, is where it is now. And people say, well, that doesn't matter. You know, I'm not a law expert. Um, so I don't know about these, about how these things could be traced or if there's any, any point to it. So what has happened in the last few months, if I can kind of um, fast forward, is that some members of uh, AA here in the New York area, as far as I know, and possibly elsewhere, um, have uh, written um, a letter to the, they made a motion uh, to the area, to Area 49, Southeast New York, to, uh, and I'm looking for the exact wording, to sort of block the to, 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 to withdraw from the lawsuit entirely, oh, to, just really? drop it, to just drop it. That was brought up at the area level and was voted down. So that oh. motion never ne- never left the area. Interesting. Uh, yes, that just overwhelmingly was stopped. Really? Uh, oh, okay. Yes, okay. yes. Then they sort of organized their group um, secretly through a Facebook group of all places. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't know who maybe from other parts of the country got involved and – what they are seeking, and I'm trying to look for their exact wording here, is to censure the AA World Service Board of Directors for entering into controversy mm. and attempting to obtain the manuscript, and also to remove some of the AA World Service Board of Directors, Board of Directors, and possibly it's uh, I don't know how this is worded, the GSO office. Wow. So, I'm not sure if that's, um, you know, remove the entire board or some of the directors. And uh, this this note that I have here goes on further to say that Article four of the General Service Conference Charter states that the conference can reorganize the board and fire mm-hmm. them. The conference mm-hmm. can, which is coming up in the spring as it does oh, every year. Oh, wow. Seventy five percent vote must be in favor of a censure to reorganize uh, or, or to, to censure or reorganize the board. So where that stands is is that motion being pushed forward. I, I don't have a direct answer because I am not in that Facebook group. I was not invited to it, and mm-hmm. I can't seem to contact any <laughs> of the people. Okay. And then lastly, um, just a few weeks ago, our senior delegate, uh, John W., um, he wrote a, a letter, a, a little article published in our um, – I guess it's monthly, semi-monthly. It's called The Link. Uh, it's the general service uh, newsletter for Southeast New York area 49. And uh, interestingly enough, there's no link to this article uh, on oh. the website, <laughs> but I have the physical copy in front of me. Okay. And um, he basically says that they're there, that that's all that AA is saying publicly um, that they're, that they have the right uh, under the uh, service manual and the concepts to not disclose everything publicly if they don't want to. And that it's sort of the um, right of decision that, um, that that members are granted at any level of service beyond the group level, and that this issue is coming up in the courts. Uh, and, and it's any day now. I, I want to say it's December 13th where the next hearing that had been postponed okay. will come will, will come to, to happen. And then, then the final issue is that they won't publicly disclose how much money has been spent so far. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And that was one of the sticky points with uh, the one member of this Facebook group who spoke out a little bit but didn't go on record. He's heard it's somewhere between one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, my God. And there was sort of a nod in in agreement like, you know, 
it could be somewhere around there, yes, but but he wasn't disclosing that exact amount. Our, our delegate wasn't. So does that sort of catch us up to speed a little bit? Yes, that that does help out. I I, I did a little bit of just mm-hmm. um, cursory work on this, so I was kind of like trying to follow um, how this document has had changed hands. So we know that Bill Wilson owned it up until the, the time that he died in 1971, mm-hmm. and then Lois Wilson had it up and uh, and then gifted it to Barry Leach and. January 1 of 1978. And Barry Leach, for those who don't know, is the author of Living Sober. And um, from what I understand, the background on that might be that um, when Barry wrote Living Sober, he was wanting to get royalties for it, but he wasn't given the royalties for it. And he helped Lois Wilson write her um, autobiography, and they were very good friends. So I think that Lois maybe might have gifted that to Barry out of appreciation for all of his help and service, um, you know, to AA. So he gifted it to her, to him. Now, Barry, um, like a year later, in April of 1979, provides this notarized letter to AA World Services where he gifts this to them upon his death. But he stipulates that he will retain possession of it until he dies and that this gift cannot be public be made public until after his death okay Mm -hmm. so now he dies in 1985 and apparently aa world services forgets yes (laughs) i don't know how they do this um it's you know it's crazy but they forget maybe it's because people they change you know Mm -hmm. they rotate out yeah so they forget that they even have this thing so like a lot of time passes by so then in june of 2004 um, somebody purchases it at auction for like one and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the person who sold it is anonymous. He's an AA member by the name of Joseph B. Mm-hmm. And how he got it, I don't know. I couldn't have, I could not find anything in my research. But, um, what it said is that he was an AA member whose aunt happened to know Bill Wilson. And so he somehow came upon this, you know, he probably somehow got it from maybe, um, Barry's estate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so anyway. He sold it to Shank in 2004. Shank auctioned it in 2007. And this time it only sold for $992,000. And it was purchased by Ken Roberts, who's the current owner. Roberts ended up um, going into business um, with Hazelden, who who he allowed to... Um, just um, sell copies of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I own the book. It's a big, huge book. It's really kind of nice. It's kind of expensive though, too. Although I think it's on sale now. But um, it's like you can see the the multilith with all the corrections and everything. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he probably made some good money off of that. So now he decided that he was going to put it up for auction. And what I found interesting was he told AA World Services that he was going to sell it before he put it up for auction. So, like, I guess it was in April of this year, he let them know that he intended to sell it. And then in May of this year, that's when AA World Services filed suit. And then one other interesting thing about this timeline, AA Uh found the gifting document in September of 2007. So they knew they had, they had, and I've seen the document. We'll link to it on the podcast write-up where you can actually go to the Supreme Court of New York and you can see all these documents. But they've had this since September 2007. And I was kind of wondering, well, why didn't they do anything? And now your explanation kind of makes sense. Maybe they were waiting mm-hmm. for it to be in New York, right? To land here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So now um, here's uh, on, on, from our area mm-hmm. what happened. I'm in Missouri. Our new delegate came back from the conference and she 
did something which was kind of odd. She wanted to get the sense of the assembly of what we thought if we should pursue, if AA should pursue this lawsuit. And nobody had really any information at all, but everybody said, oh, yeah, you know, you know absolutely, let's do it. Well, past delegates got up and they were upset. They would said, no, you know, first of all, we're upset that AA World Services didn't tell us about anything about this. It's going to cost a lot of money to pursue this lawsuit. And what are we going to do with it? Put it in a cabinet somewhere. It detracts from um, our primary purpose. And then also, we're not doing so great financially anyway. And that's all I know there. <laughs> hmm. So this is, yes, it's a, like I said, um, you know, one of the things that the... Um, the, de- the delegate did mention here was that it, it sort of is on hold no matter what happens. Um, they are commit. Oh, they're committed to getting to this point of December 13th where uh, the hearing will be held here. I believe it's in New York. And I even believe they have posted uh, sort of, uh, you know, publicly, but sort of it's hidden somewhere which courtroom it's going to be in in case anyone from the area wants to show up. I don't know what effect that will have, if any. I don't think they're going to be calling for any comments from the floor like at a, mm-hmm. a raucous business meeting or anything like that. But um, I, I know that that has been mentioned that some people are going to, you know, again, field trip down there to see what happens. But the delegate just, you know, he emphasized that there's not much that can be done to go to, you know, to to go backwards, and uh, that would that would be sort of a waste of time and money. And um, you know, the the other thing that I wanted to say is that uh, while this one group of AA members that have you know <clears throat> assembled on Facebook to to form their coalition that might be as- attempting to either censure or remo- reorganize the board, you know, that's very interesting. Uh, a lot of members, um, especially some with very little time in AA, have expressed concern, you know, on the lines of. Wow, if they're spending one hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know what? What does that um, mean to uh, you know publishing and uh, you know putting out materials and you know carrying the message to the alcoholic? You know that primary purpose type of thing. And the uh, answer that we got we got back as uh, GSRs was that there's already a legal fund that's established in the uh, it's it's in the charter of AA and it's the it's so it's in there the, the word they use it's it's in their purview to do this and it doesn't affect any other area of AA now hmm. that doesn't make complete sense to me because I know that if you take money out of something that could right. be spent elsewhere but maybe it's budgeted as such and I'm not an expert on that and again I, I only have a couple of years here in general service uh, as a GSR and a lot of it is a, a steep learning curve, and and we're, we're reminded just show up at the meetings, just yeah. show up and listen, just ask questions, and then maybe by the time you're finished with your term, you'll know what you were doing. Well, I took a look at our financial position um, by reading the um, financial documents that were disclosed after the last general service conference, and this is mm-hmm. what I this is what I know. Um, at the end of 2016, AA had assets totaling twenty eight million four hundred eighty one thousand dollars, liabilities of fifteen million seven hundred hundred thirty six thousand dollars so our net assets was twelve million seven hundred forty four thousand dollars now we lost money uh, mm-hmm. in 2016 and to, at the end of 2015 our cash was eight million four hundred fifty nine thousand dollars at the end of 2016 our cash was five million twenty nine thousand mm. dollars so we lost three and a half million dollars um, from 2015 to 2016 so that's not good um, I was looking at the budget 
for 2017. And there's a budgeted amount. I was trying to see, okay, what do they budget for like legal expenses and so forth? And I, and I, there wasn't mm-hmm. anything in the budget specifically for legal expenses, but there was something for professional fees. Mm. And, the, and the 2017 budget for professional fees was $168,000, which was pretty much what they were running in previous years. Um, but the actual amount that they paid out in 2016 was $200,000. So, and I guess that could be, who knows what that is for, the professional fees. I guess that could be for accountants, you know, for mm-hmm. lawyers. I know they mm-hmm. get, they have to defend lawsuits that they get from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, this lawsuit would not be part of that budget, I would not think. And this would blow that budget. They're expecting, um, Based upon this budget, they're expecting to have a positive income of $397,000. So if they're going to spend $100,000 on a lawsuit, that's going to really eat into what we're expecting um, for a profit. It would appear so. Yes, I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm not a financial expert. I don't know if they have, um, you know, maybe uh, made a, a an adjusted budget. But th- you know, this all happened after the conference that's last right. year. So there's no way they could have, you know. F- you know, factored this in in any way. So, um, you know, again, that's not anything, that's something I don't know anything about. Um, just that it does seem like a very large number, you know, to, uh, to tackle an issue that, you know, uh, it's one of those things where, well, isn't this just going to end up like let the cards fall where they may kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and the other thing that's interesting, and some people ask this question and, you know, if, you know, they pulled me aside and said, well, if this manuscript is available publicly already, you can buy it from Hazelden. Right. Um, I've seen photocopies of almost right. every page in right. various, you know, posts and, and these groups or in emails, you know, they're like, why do we have to have it so, so badly? You know, and, and I said, that's a question I, I can't answer. You know, um, I know that some people are, you know, those, Real, um, they they get excited about the history of AA and they're very passionate about it. I've heard the phrase. Uh, someone said they sat, they stood there and viewed the manuscript and had goosebumps. You know, uh-huh. I, I don't know that that would be my experience. You know, and again, I only have three years sober and I didn't right. really know anything at all about AA prior to coming in, other than it was a group where people met and I guess they stopped drinking or maybe I thought maybe they taught me how to drink. Safely, I really did uh-huh. not know much about it. I had no, I, I didn't nobody that I knew in my family or close circle of friends was in it. So all, all the history to me, you know, as far as I know, they invented AA in 2014. Right. You know, when I walked in, that, that's my take on it. So this is all new to oh, me, wow. and it, it it is fascinating. I, I'm yeah, a little bit of a history buff, and I uh-huh. like seeing how the the various history comes out of New York. And I have um, actually some uh, some some ties to the Akron area as well, and I uh-huh. had visited Akron many many times and didn't know what thing about it wow you know, so i find that interesting and um so you know i don't think i'm going to get goosebumps by viewing a manuscript no. i just you know <laughs> I, I just don't get that but no. apparently that that's sort of um i think that there's an emotional factor involved with some of the people and uh, i would hate to see their judgment or their decisions clouded by emotion because i know that as an alcoholic i know how i think and Sometimes right. my emotions get the best of me and I make decisions that aren't really in the best interest of myself or others. And, and, and applying that at the group level, I would hate to see uh, people get all up in arms and divided. But yeah. things like this have happened be- before, apparently, and AA has survived. Well, it's kind of interesting because it's like almost any family where there's an inheritance or something. There's always seems to mm-hmm. be a fight and a lawsuit over, mm-hmm. it, you know, and that's kind of this thing here. And it's like, you know, after a while, it's like you have to think, you know, I'm not going to put lawyers down, but 
when you get into a lawsuit, the lawyers are going to, I think they're going to like, they, they, they make money off of the time that they spend doing it, but they're going to come to a point where they're going to say, okay, my client now needs to do a cost benefit analysis. You've already spent X amount of money. This mm-hmm. is, this is how much more money you're going to spend. And this is your chance of success. And I guess that at that point, you know, you've already spent money, you know, and, and that's what happens is the lawyer is going to already recover their, all of their money and then say, do you want to proceed or not? And then it's up to the client. But I think mm-hmm. in most cases, most lawsuits settle because of the cost involved with the, with filing the suit. And, but in this case, if AA settled, we would lose because I mean, technically, what yeah, what we're trying to do is gain possession. So what kind of a settlement could we possibly get? That's, that's, that's a great question. And that's one thing that I heard echoed is like, well, if, if we have this letter that states that it's legally ours and then we settle, yeah, we lose. Right. And, and I said, then it goes away. Um, but you know, but we spent money uh, already. We, we spent money already. And the, the, the other thing I, I just actually glanced down at this, um, at this article again, I have the physical copy. I don't have the link to it. Um, otherwise I would send it to you. I'm going to ask if I can get that, um, from the area. Um, is that they do, he, he, he cites the concepts. And, and states that uh, the authority granted in concept six gives great latitude. This is, this is a quote. I'm going to read this directly. Concept six that gives great latitude to the board to act in what they deem is in the best interest of the fellowship. And then it goes on as they seek to reclaim a unique historic document that, according to Barry's very specific instructions, rightfully right. belongs in the archive. So right. they're they're acting on the um, or they're stating that. This is written into our concepts, into our, our our service manual, into our you know our charter. This is part of what we are right. uh, authorized to do. That's interesting. I so is this going to be brought up at the general service conference this April? Well, it, it it it's it certainly if uh, this is my take. This is from this is what I left the uh, assembly with. If the issue is not resolved on December thirteenth or shortly thereafter, this group will seek to formally uh, address. The, the the general service conference okay. so yes yeah, so if in other words if this hasn't gone away and been resolved and is still dragging on this group is is dead set on bringing their um move to either censure or reorganize the board to the conference and they are uh also they're uh, the 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 focus of the, the core of the group i believe is in the new york area so again they have some kind of a little bit of access and knowledge right. That maybe somebody who's in uh, you know the outskirts of Maine who just goes to a once a week meeting and doesn't really have contact with their area delegates, et cetera. So these people are definitely aggressive about it and are, and are stating we will continue through to this. So it, there's no definitive answer on that because it could oh. go away. It could be then that maybe some of the people in that group might be participants in the general service conference. That's there's a very good uh, chance that that is the case. And again, I we, I couldn't really find. They said that the one of the gentlemen from the from this secret group of Facebook members and, and people who are also contacting him in person or via phone, email, chance, whatever. He was there at the area assembly. He is uh, either a GSR or a, or a district uh, member from one of the area, you know, from one of the groups or districts in Southeast New York, which is, uh, I want to say nine counties total, which the five boroughs of New York City, it's Long Island, it's Westchester and Putnam counties in upstate, you know, just in lower Hudson Valley there. So it's, it's a pretty big region of, um, you know, thousands of groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe this this one gentleman, um, but I couldn't contact him. I cannot get his information. And that's what I think that's how we began this this conversation right, between the two of us is that mm-hmm. I posted. Does anybody here know about this? 
that might be involved because I'm thinking maybe some Facebook people are in other groups also. And that's how we, we, we met on Facebook yeah. and, um, you know, no one can point me to, to this. It's a secret group. That yeah. means I can't, I can't search for it. And unless right. I know somebody who's in it or get invited to it, I won't be able to find it. Yeah. And I imagine they trying to keep very, very much under, under the radar too. I, I, I think so. That. I think so. Um, and, and, uh, you know, cause, I, cause we all know how that can be too. It could be infiltrated. They could receive bad information, but right. yeah, the, the, the question you asked is it would be interesting to find out if, if one of these people are really involved either at the area level or possibly a delegate even or somebody in yeah. the conference on the board maybe who knows right. very likely very you likely that they, because i don't know how they could get to the general service conference and, and 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 do anything if they weren't actually there you know because what they do at the general service conference is pretty tightly held it's pretty pretty secretive until they you release their you know their their report to us Yes, I, I, that, again, that wasn't made clear because that wasn't, like, he didn't get up and make any sort of announcement. Um, mm. the only motion that was made was at the previous area assembly back in September when the motion was simply to formally ask, uh, AA to drop the lawsuit and that was yep. overwhelmingly, um, shot down. Now, on a side note, I, um, at the same assembly back in the area assembly back in, uh, November, just a couple weeks ago, our district, District 404 in North Brooklyn, introduced uh, the motion to um, to ask AA General Service Office uh, to ask the conference to support. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that our area supports the publication of the pamphlet for the agnostic and atheist members. Right. Um, as you know, in some of the other areas, they've asked specifically for the God Word, right. the uh, UK pamphlet, but. Our district in North Brooklyn, with the you know the tireless dedication and effort from your friend Ed W, <laughs> yeah. largely who's a, a good friend of mine also, uh, did bring that motion, and it's the first motion that um, Area 49 has brought to the General Service Conference in 10 years. I think they said wow. like we we haven't made any suggestions. So you know to bring so our delegate is going to bring that to the conference. So I know cool. there is that route. So we still have a couple of months. So maybe this yeah. little group is going to organize and maybe they will bring a more specific tailored motion. And, and hopefully that does. I mean, I would love to see that come up just to be in the room while that discussion yeah. goes on. You know, I, I like Ed's. I like that motion that you guys have from New York of creating our own pamphlet rather than adopting the Godward pamphlet. Um, yes. I think that we were going so many people were just saying, oh, it's going to be easy just to go ahead and adopt this. But I think that we could probably come up with a better one, um, you know, and, uh, anyway, for our for Ed that that gives them the leeway our motion is general enough it's not so specific to just adopt the god word pamphlet that that it gives them the leeway to uh you know assuming i'm 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 confident they're going to they're they're going to pass this yes i really okay. am and and i believe it's going to be brought back you know and and everyone's going to be on board with it to the tune of our our area uh I want to say almost 70% were in favor, 75% were wow. in favor, and, and it, it passed on the first motion, and there was a little bit of discussion for, a, a, you know, the dissenting opinion gets to speak, but nobody changed their votes. So yep. I think we're going to get a, an idea that that happens. And, and then, obviously, we know the process, this, again, new to me, but anyone who's been in AA a while knows that it could take years and years for them to actually produce something. But yeah. our motion, combined with the other areas, will, I think, indicate, you know, indicate to the conference that the people are in favor of this the members yeah. are in favor of this now um so i know that we're all pretty much all of us agnostics atheists are pretty much overwhelmingly in support of that of that pamphlet the, how are the groups uh, the, the membership how do they feel about this lawsuit well we you know when it was brought up at um the 
last business meeting for the Bleeding Deacons uh, is the name of the group that I'm the GSR, the Bleeding mm-hmm. Deacons in North Brooklyn, which is a great name because it's a lot of people with a uh, you know relatively short term sobriety, but they're active and they're, it's a seven day a week meeting, 365 mm-hmm. days a year. It's a pretty healthy meeting, and they were just curious about the money. Um, they mm-hmm. don't know much about the history. You know, none of them really would even know Barry Leach. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know anything about Lois Wilson gifting the manuscript. Mm-hmm. So from my group, who I one member came to me and said something about um, the uh, he had heard he had caught wind of this uh, move to reorganize or censure. That's the first I ever heard of it mm-hmm. was from actually one of our group members. Um, but he doesn't know who is behind it either. So I, okay. I'm hearing I'm hearing mixed messages. I'm hearing people that are in favor of of trying to claim it because they you know the history and it's ours. And I hear really I hear a lot of people who with yeah. with long term sobriety saying. You know what? Just you, you have to let go. They let go of the yeah. of the copyrighted logo some That's decades right. ago. That's um, right. It's it's already out there. Why are we fighting? We shouldn't right. be brought into public controversy. Right. It's a tradition. Yep. So. I think that's my take on it, and from what I'm hearing, is yeah. that that's people are more in favor of simply letting it go away. Yeah, I th- I, that's how, that's the position I've come to, and it didn't take me long to get get there. Um, when when our area, when our delegate first brought up the vote, I was one of I was we overwhelmingly, and I raised my hand. Yes, I you know emotionally, I wanted to have AA to own that thing. But then when the other delegates, the past delegates, got up to speak, and they started talking about, wait a second, it's going to cost a lot of money, you know, and for what? purpose mm-hmm. and we are already losing money you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. that kind of changed my mind to think yeah just let it go it's not worth it you know like you say there's a book i, I have a book right here <laughs> you know, i yeah. can look at it if i want to so that's that that's uh, that's where i feel i think that maybe some people feel that it's uh and it goes not necessarily a violation of the traditions but that it goes against the spirit of aa and that people are profiting yeah. off of it that's, that's i think right. That rubs people the wrong way. I think that somebody is going to personally profit off the work of. But again, it's 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 happened. It's past. Right. So. Right. Okay. Well, very interesting. You know, if you could get that um, document to me, that would be very interesting. If they would allow us, I don't know if they would allow us to post it or not. Uh, to link the letter that the mm-hmm. uh, delegate put in mm-hmm. the CNE. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I will try and get that. Apparently, okay. I can. I can have somebody email that to me because okay. it's, this is available to any. Uh, AA member, this we okay. we we hand this out at at meetings. It's it sits next to the literature rack. You know this yeah. is this is public. This is our okay. you know monthly newsletter. So yes, okay. I can get you that definitely. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'll put that in there and then some um, background information. Um, so yeah, this is great. And 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 I'm so happy for you, Michael, to get involved in general service. Uh, so new to AA like this. How, how do you feel about it? Are you enjoying it? Well, I am. And and again, I, I have to give a shout out to Ed W. I was at a meeting on, I think, a Friday night about two years ago. And uh-huh. I had a little over a year sober. And Ed, Ed barely knew me. And he walks up and he goes, hey, would you mind uh, uh, going to this uh, meeting tomorrow morning? Uh, this actually was an intergroup meeting for the New York uh-huh. intergroup. I said, what is it? He goes, oh, you sit back there. You just tell them you're from the Bleeding Deacons and they make some announcements. And then you bring the meeting. You, you bring it back. You'll be like the interim or temporary delegate. And I said, oh, that uh-huh. sounds interesting. I, I, he goes, yeah. I don't know if he just tuned in to the fact that I'm the kind of person that sort of does get a kick out of those things. <laughs> and so I went to that meeting and it was it, a lot of it was very confusing. It was for the intergroup. Um, uh-huh. But but the way that the Bleeding Deacons does it is that means you're the alternate GSR as well. So a month later, uh-huh. when the elections came up, I was nominated to become the alternate GSR and, ha- and take it on as a commitment. Yeah. And then and then our GSR stepped down a short while later. We took a vote and I became the GSR. And I have I have to say it's been it's been fun. It's been challenging. It's given me a, a, it's given me something to kind of look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, I really get a kick out of it. I can see it's not for everybody. Right. Um, but for me, it's very rewarding. I, I, I make these announcements sometimes during the, um, during the seven tradition breaks at the meetings and I make uh-huh. announcements about what's going on in the district or the area or, right. and, and I feel like some people aren't even paying attention, but right. as Ed W says is service keeps you sober. You know, he'd love yeah. saying that. And yeah. I, I, I really enjoy it. And I encourage anybody who, who wants to learn more right. about, about the workings of AA and how mm-hmm. all this stuff comes to be, you can just go to an, a, the, you know, any one of the district meetings or the mm-hmm. area meetings. Um, any AA member can attend. They're yeah. open to all members That's of AA. Right. You don't have to be an officer of the group or anything. So I encourage anybody listening to find out if you have a GSR and you can just show up and, and uh-huh. maybe become one, you know, ask yeah. your group, can I become a GSR and get involved? And, and, you know, they say that, you know, what is that? Um, be the change you want to happen or whatever that's right. that's the saying goes. That's you right. know, it, if you want to make some change in AA, that's the only way you're going to do it. That's the that was the motivation and and how we're getting people involved in in our district that, that right. brought this last motion uh, and, and it affected Brooklyn. We have a county level here in in New York as well, an yeah. extra layer of I I would seek to eliminate that and just go from the district to the area. But again, what am I? I can't change AA overnight. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, long story short, is I love it and um, it's it's been it's been rewarding. I can see where people would burn out on it. Um, my term will be up at uh, uh, I still have one more year as GSR. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I love it. Well, thank you very much for, uh, participating in this podcast. I think this will be a, a very interesting one because a lot of people don't know about this, you know, and this might be the first time that they learn about it. So, um, very cool. Well, you're welcome. And thank you very much for having me and great job. I, I really enjoy this. <laughs> if I can figure out how my, how I can get my device to download all the episodes, I'm going to go back and listen to every <laughs> single one of them, but I know I can just pull them up and, and play yeah. Yeah. Really, it really is simple, and they're, they're excellent. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. All right. Well, you have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. Uh, if you have an idea for a podcast episode, please uh, send me an email at john at aabeyondbelief.org. Or if you would like to appear on the podcast, again, send me an email. I'm at john at aabeyondbelief.org.